0: You're listening to the Quince podcast.
1: They want me to be a doctor or something because my eldest brother had qualified to be an engineer. The other one was in the army, and so wanted to That's respect a couple
0: of professions for Nasi, Lawyer, doctor.
1: She <laughs> says you are a good debater, so I want to become a lawyer. <laughs> lawyer, I have to read these books. <laughs>
0: So in 1978, actor
2: Nasiruddin Shah and his friend Benjamin Gilani, who was also an actor, felt very passionately about theatre, and so while sitting in a coffee shop in Lucknow, decided to do the kind of plays that they really liked. A year later, in 1979, they did their first play Waiting for Godot at Prithvi Theatre in Mumbai, which at that time was actually only newly started. Forty years later, Nasiruddin Shah and his wife Ratna Bhatik Shah's theatre group Motley has done 42 productions, always doing plays that resonate with them. Hey guys, my name is Nankumar and you're listening to the third episode of Offscreen, where we talk movies and web shows and to the people who slog it out behind the scenes, that is Off-Screen, to make things happen on-screen. This week, I'm going to be talking to Nasiruddin Shah and Ratna Pathak Shah, who are not only the force behind the theatre group Motley, but also two of the finest actors in India. They talk to me about their love for theatre, the kind of plays they like to do, and why movies can never be as challenging as theatre. But before that, I want you to know that you can tune in to listen to me every Wednesday on the Quinns channel, so watch out for this space. And if you like this podcast and want to hear more like it, you can head over to the Quintz podcast section or subscribe to the Quintz channel on Apple, Google Podcasts and Spotify. Let's begin. Uh, Sir, ma'am, thank you so much for being on the Quint and thank you for doing this. Um, It's been 40 years since the first production of Motley and there have been a bunch of plays over the years. But when you look back, how do you look at all the plays? How do you look at all the times? Good, bad, ugly?
1: There have been mostly good times as far as theatre is concerned because our livelihoods never depended on it. Our bread and butter didn't depend on it. We were always doing it as a sort of hobby. In fact, that is how I always claim is my, my attachment to theatre is my hobby, a hobby which I'm very passionate about. So, we haven't had unqualified success all the time, but we've had a, uh, we've had a very stimulating journey, very educative and great fun. And it feels really distant to think back. I mean, 40 years in Motley and then uh, many years before that, uh, 10 years at least before that, since I was in college. 67. That's when I would think that I actually started taking theatre seriously. Of course, I'd done plays in school and all, but in college was really where I was introduced (coughs) to the kind of theatre which I hadn't seen before and which uh, 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 two playwrights who I still continued, you know, to stage. So I think back on those days with great fondness, because those were the, the laid the foundation for uh, my love for theatre. But
2: since your childhood, you, I mean, did you watch plays and you were interested in it versus like movies? because when...
1: Movies and plays both, and cricket, all three I found equally magical to watch. Uh, I never got to act in a play till I was 14 years old. Uh, And the moment I went on stage, I knew this is where I belong. Uh, I never got to watch too much cricket because test matches were only played. Only test matches were played then. I don't know if you know about this. (laughs) Only test matches and about five test matches a year, you know, and they were played in places like Bombay, Calcutta, Madras uh, and so on where I lived in small towns. So I never saw any cricket, but played a lot of it and it was bliss to play cricket. I still love the game and watching movies. I've been watching movies since I was, I think, three. Uh, My dad, who was otherwise quite a Puritan, for some reason allowed us to watch a lot of movies.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because otherwise Bollywood is like a no-no, I'm
0: guessing, right? It wasn't Hollywood. It It was mainly Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood,
1: war movies or cartoons and Hindi movies, Dilip Kumar movies. He was discerning. We would love to see only Dilip Kumar. So I've seen a lot of uh, Dilip Kumar early Dilip Kumar movies. And, yeah. and my admiration for him is stems from then.
0: I grew up in a theatre family in Bombay. So mine is the exact opposite experience. I grew up backstage practically. Yes, I saw and my parents had no qualms about letting me see very bad theatre. But had terrible qualms about me seeing movies. So I ended up seeing no movies. Uh, and in any case, they were not terribly uh, uh, serious movie buffs, either of them, strangely. It was my aunt, my mum's younger sister, and her husband. They were the movie buffs. And they were part of the early uh, film uh, club. club movement in Mumbai. Okay. So there was a film club that they ran called Suchitra. Film Society. Society movement. And that was the only way one could access... ...films that were not Hollywood. Yeah. So I ended up watching a lot of Russian films, for example... ...or French films or things like that. But... um, ...I can't say I was... uh, ...ever... ...starry-eyed about the whole business. Because I always saw the backstage. My mom started acting in movies... ...so I went with her to shooting. So I always saw... ...the non-attractive part of the right. business or the non-glamorous part of the business. Yeah. So I wasn't uh, ever blue. I sometimes feel sorry that I never felt that magical quality about performance. But I didn't until I started performing myself. Right. And then the magic hit me.
2: <laughs> but was it like in those days, it was considered uh,
0: nicer to be a part of theatre than Hindi cinema? Well, there's always was it been like snooty people who look down on anything popular. So yeah, sure. When films were popular, then people looked down on films. If theatre was more popular, people have looked down on theatre also before that. So, it's okay. People look down on something or the other.
1: Well, in my family, it was just unthinkable to uh, talk of uh, trying to be an actor. And I never confessed it to anyone (laughs) except to my two brothers who encouraged me. But, uh, and then somehow the news found its way to my father by the time I had finished with my college and then I could do what I pleased. But Ratna's family was quite different in that way. They were uh, cosmopolitan. They were living in a city like Bombay. Yeah. I'd lived in small towns and my sensibilities were determined by that kind of thing. So...
2: driven by academics, I'm guessing.
1: No, yeah. I wasn't the least bit interested in... in
2: but academics. I mean, parents' expectation of you being driven Yeah, they wanted
1: me to be a doctor or something. Because my eldest brother had qualified to be an engineer. The other one was in the army and she wanted to There's respect... Just
0: a couple of... Professions for Naseer. Lawyer,
1: doctor. Lawyer. Says you are a good debater, so i want to become a lawyer. <laughs> lawyer. I have to read these books. <laughs> doctor again? <laughs> no, no. I'll probably punch out my patients, you know. So I chose the easier option. The, the only thing I had a dilemma about was between cricket
0: hmm, and right.
1: acting, you know. I, I didn't at that age, uh, I did actually dream of acting in films, but I never thought it would ever come about. We saw a lot of movies in the school I studied in. Uh, And as if that wasn't enough, we were taken to town to see the the great movies, the the widescreen movies like Lawrence of Arabia and you know, Ten Commandments and so on. So, I got hooked on to movies at a very early age. I never thought, it would seem like an impossible dream.
2: Hmm. But uh, when, I mean, post the time that you started Motley, you joined a little later, right? Just a a little later. I
0: was in the NSD in 79. I finished with NSD in 81. When I came back, then I joined up. But there was nothing really like joining Join as such, you know. I mean, it's never been like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nasir and Ben got together and said, let's do a play. Mm-hmm. So let's take this one, that one. That's how we've always functioned.
1: Let's get friends who let's we friends. enjoy spending time with. Basically, that's the thing. And and Ratna and I had worked in the theatre together before Motley was formed. Mm-hmm. We met in a play done by Dube. And then we did uh, uh, our own little attempts of... Uh, Plays like Ionesco's The Lesson and a play by a friend of mine called Panchva Savar. So we did these little things, staged them here and there, wherever we could before Motley was formed. And then she went away to NSD, which is why she wasn't one of the founder members, really. But there's no membership, as Ratna as said, uh, we, <laughs> there's no so membership. A core
2: bunch of people make important decisions yes, versus what basically. to pick, I'm guessing. Yes.
0: So. And I think uh, since the decisions are not they do not involve large sums of money. They're easy. It's money that buggers up a lot of things. So we've never had that problem. Right. You know, so
2: I read an interview of yours where you said that when you started acting, you felt like, now when you look back, you felt like you weren't as good an actor as you are today. And you said that theatre had a huge role in actually uh, making you a better actor. So what is it that it does that you think when you then start working in movies helps you?
0: I don't know if uh, no, no. I don't know if the uh, the skills required of the actor, mm-hmm. the basic skills, change very much depending on the medium. Mm-hmm. The medium remains the same, but the the demands made on the actor are more or less similar. Okay. Uh, it all depends on the material um, in, in, that you are using. In the theatre, you use material that is has some literary cl- quality mm-hmm. that has sometimes stood the test of time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that has seen many avatars, uh, a piece of Shaw or Shakespeare mm-hmm. or Ismat Chukhtai, for example. These are stories that have lasted for a long time and they still ring true and still uh, make a difference to contemporary audiences. Mm-hmm. So those are the ways that we choose and those are the kind of things that Attract us, but, but, but you see, it's
1: also a question of practice, you know, quite simply. For f- films, even rehearsal is unheard of, you know. Rehears- rehearsing before the shoot, oh, come on, forget it. And even at times, I've met actors, some pretty good ones, who are allergic to rehearsal even before the shot. Spontaneity. Yeah, spontaneous, and, yeah, all this nonsense about it, but spontaneity. Yeah. But doing theatre, you cannot just get onto the stage and spout dialogue, you know. You've got to try, you've got to, so, so it's a question of riyaz.
0: It's riyaz, it's discipline. Yeah. It's learning to work with others, yeah. and
1: that's what and, makes you better. And, and also, the this, as Ratna said, it isn't such a big difference in terms of craft. I mean, see, why is uh, to give a an cricketing analogy, Rohit Sharma is so brilliant in, in one-dayers and not good in test matches? It's not as if his skill deserts him when he plays a test match. Uh, or why is so and so excellent in a T20 and not good in fifty o and so on? It's a question of adjusting really. That's all. That's the difference, if any, between acting in front of a camera and acting in front of an audience provided the presence of the audience doesn't scare you, which it seems to do a lot of, but I'm sure a lot, I mean, skillful actors like say, uh, you know, a Johnny Lever, for example, who I consider a highly skillful actor. In his own field, of course, would be brilliant on the stage if he would submit to the disciplines, <laughs> you know. And he's great in movies as well. <laughs> he does the same thing, you know, when he does his one-man shows <laughs> or when he acts in movies. <laughs> but the demands of movie actors. The mean, demand, yeah, it's of adjusting to the medium, them. yeah.
0: And also the script, I mean, what kind yeah. of a demand yeah. does a script like Golmaal 3 What does it make? The greatest demand it does make is one of patience, which is a tremendous virtue and one should learn it. So that's wonderful because you have to just sit and wait and wait and do nothing and wait some more. So that's really a special skill. So, yeah. But apart from that, yeah,
1: and that's why film acting is so tiring because this waiting kills me, you know, I, I go home after a days, shoot more exhausted than after an 8 hour rehearsal, to tell you the truth. Because you have to sustain that concentration, you know, for 8 hours and the, the waiting is just
0: endless. Very less time spent in doing something productive on a film set. That's the nature of the beast. I mean, it's not only time wasted. Even where time is not being wasted. That's the nature of the beast. Somebody waits. Often it turns out to be you you <laughs> wait.
2: What is, do you think is, has been characteristic of a Motley production, like the plays that you pick, that you feel?
1: Low budgets. Uh, We have never got focus on actors, focus on the spoken word.
2: I think, I think I read somewhere because you said you realized it would not, there would not be enough money to make like a Broadway or a huge fancy. Not uh, that I dreamt for very
1: long of doing Broadway type of stuff. I, I, I was influenced by Mr. Al-Khazi who did very spectacular plays mm-hmm. uh, and I but thought…
0: Scarcely Broadway.
1: But ha, yeah, scarcely Broadway. But compared to what one had seen in India, it was truly, uh, you know, breathtaking mm-hmm. what he produced, the effect and his staging and all was really quite something. Uh, but I quickly realized that, uh, that, that his productions didn't have soul. You know, you don't always see the actors in his production going through their emotions like they're doing a job. Hmm. You know? not, not as if they were having a, the time of their lives, which I believe actors on stage should be, you know, doing. If you're not enjoying every moment of being on stage, you should not be on stage. You know, it's as simple as that in my book. <laughs> it's the most joyous activity, you know, in the world. And um, I, I, I quickly abandoned the idea because I realized we don't have the resources. And why should I dream of being? Me? And meanwhile, Dubey's influence had happened. The, the austerity of his productions also affected me a lot. And he was as effective with a bare stage as Al Qazi was with 50 people on the stage, you know. And so that was the reason. Then one got to travel abroad and see plays on Broadway and so on. And I got sick of the Broadway plays very quickly because...
0: In fact, one of the first earliest times we went, we made the mistake of seeing three Broadway shows, one, one in after town another. the other. And they were all the big three shows in town that year. And
1: and all pretty good shows. You know? We saw Cats, which is wonderful. We saw Sunset Boulevard, which is a great story. And the third one, we saw The Phantom of the Opera in which we fell asleep. And it's the most spectacular of the lot. Right. The music is great. But, you know, it's... It doesn't yeah. move you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know whether you're seeing a movie or watching a play, you know.
0: Not just that, the stories are so predictable mm-hmm. and there's no literary value. There's nothing to, you know, what's going to happen mm-hmm. and you're waiting for the next number to start. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's one scene that Zabardashti thusod in. Structure wise, I feel that the musical is not a very happy structure for me. Mm-hmm.
2: Is that because it's to entertain people versus yeah. you enjoying it
1: yourself?
0: Yeah, the is
1: it, it... It, it is. The people who flock to Broadway and West End are tourists. The Britishers don't go to see the plays at the West End, nor do the Americans go to see plays at Broadway. It's Japanese tourists, American tourists, etc, 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 who come and see these magic shows. They're magic show. they are not. I mean, where you have sets disappearing and appearing and characters appearing, characters walking through mirrors and people going flying through the air and stuff like that. I mean, I'd rather watch a circus, you know, than watch something like this.
0: <laughs> and skillfully done. Uh, a well-made, put-together play is great to yeah, watch. Great but to once watch. in a year. Yeah,
1: yeah. you've seen one, you've seen like, them all, you know. Rarely you know. uh, do you that. come across a play with great content, uh, you know, like... Uh, like Sunset Boulevard or Cats, for example. Rarely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I got drawn more and more, definitely Dubey's influence, more and more towards the the spoken word on the stage. And so we have really there now where to us the spoken word is all and, and I'm hoping we can find some new direction.
0: And uh, this, this set of stories, I mean these set of shows that we've been doing as part of Motliana, really seems to be a culmination of all that. Yeah. The, the, the fun that we've had with the spoken word yeah. because uh, we found that the audiences are largely young Lots of young people come. So, obviously, the storytelling format is one that seems to attract young people. The stories have a lot of humor. And uh, though they are Urdu and they are set in a particular, they were written at a particular time, they're terribly contemporary stories. Ismat, I, I don't think there are too many contemporary writers who can quite match up with her sense of, Fun and sexual abandon and complete non-judgmentalness. She's fantastic. And that's why I'm hoping that the next set of shows that we are doing at Veer Savarkar, which is a different audience altogether. And it's an audience that's used to seeing Marathi plays. But I'm not sure what they make of our plays. They come, lots of them come. And people from Thana and Chembur and things yeah, like an that also who,
1: come. Which has never seen our work. Yeah. Who can't travel to the NCPA or to Prithvi. They come to Veer Savarkar. Mm. I just wish they would also come for the plays in which neither of us is acting, you know. And and that's sorry, what sorry. I feel, I feel very sorry they about. Happen. Because uh, it will happen with time, but uh, I, I wish it would hasten, <laughs> the process would hasten itself. Because these productions are no less in any way than any of the ones in which Tratna and I act. They don't, it's safe that we're not acting in them. They have equally great content, they are equally well presented. Equally entertaining, equally stimulating. I just wish the audience comes to see these plays. We are expecting they will turn up for Dear Liar and Isma Dapak and Einstein, but I hope they come for these these other plays as well.
2: You know, I have to say, so I saw Aurat 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 and Prithvi, and it was a packed audience. So I was just wondering that. Uh, of course, you. most people think that, you know, people want to watch movies and that's what, I mean, that's the obvious choice of entering for most people. So then in that situation, how do you nurture this? Because I, when I went there, it was full. And, just was, and I on, really enjoyed it.
1: By just keeping day. on doing it.
0: So Sometimes you get full houses, yeah. yeah. sometimes, sometimes we don't. get full,
1: sometimes we have 20 people in the audience. You keep doing Four it. For Aurat, 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 in one of those so, runs. So that's so, But the actors, luckily, are all, they're all troopers. They're all beautiful, wonderful girls. All of whom never took it to heart and, you know, enjoyed themselves, even though there were 20 people in the audience, they had a good show. Right. And if they had a full house, then of course, that was so much of oh, a yeah,
0: bonus. Yeah. So, I mean, did you find it difficult, for example, or to understand and put together in your no, head?
2: No, so, I mean, that, that's what I was just telling a friend, that this seems so contemporary. And to me, it seems like this should be a way of life, because that's what I'm used to around the people that I am. But... Still, for a large number of people, that is not the way of life, and and to imagine yeah. that that was how yeah, someone thought you know, long they, back. Those is.
1: people won't give a play like this a chance. They won't because they'll say pesa vasool is basically the bottom line now. Why do they flock to Salman Khan movies without hesitation? Because they know it's pesa vasool. Aamir Khan, they'll think twice. You know, <laughs> thinking man, <laughs> 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 So the you cerebral know? aspect puts. Ah, the, the cerebral role. aspect. Yeah. Okay, oh, uh, then when they get an assurance that they have something, then this say, hai. okay. <laughs> but Salman, they'll go without thinking. Paisa Vasool.
0: And he might jo- get put off yeah. and bothers me. Johnny, but next
1: time again, they'll go Johnny back. Johnny packs the the hall by himself for a solo performance. That's 2000 people. <laughs> they know it's Paisa Vasool. Orat, orat, orat. It's
0: <laughs> 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 Serious actor.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you wish that it was accessible? Like do you think of how I can make because it was so entertaining. No, I mean, do you think no.
1: because I think that the number of people who I can possibly reach out to I have done I have reached out to, and those who are interested in the work we do have are seeing it. I don't covet a larger audience. I I know that a play like Aurat Orat Orat performed to a, an audience of two thousand people, probably wouldn't work.
2: Right?
1: You know, even in a in a in a in in Bareilly or Kanpur, you know, <laughs> I doubt if they because because the form is alien, right. that of storytelling. You know, we've done Ismat Aapa Ke Naam, which we are very proud of, and we've had people who understood very good Urdu and have lived the kind of lives of those things, but they didn't get the play at all because. The, the, the form is alien, of just one person sitting there and telling us. St- Why it should be? I
0: don't know. Considering that's the first form of entertainment any of us have seen. Yeah. Mum telling a story.
1: Yeah.
0: Somebody telling you a story. Yeah, yeah. Your oldest brother, sister, somebody telling you a story.
1: It requires also, it, it, it makes a demand on the audience. They can't just sit back and ha ah, ah, ha ah, ha. You know, they have to say, okay, what's being said? Yeah, this is something. Why is everybody laughing? I'm missing out. You know, so, does it's demanding. So so i don't i don't kid myself that you know we'll perform we we may continue doing the play for 10 years 15 years like many of our plays this mathaab has been on for 18 years now but uh, we know that we have a, a, a niche audience
2: yeah What's the right kind of theatre audience etiquette? Because so, I, when I was there, I remember this: these a bunch of people just reacting so loudly to your play. And I thought that would be great for the actors because it's… Not great. always. So, <laughs> I, I was just wondering what is the right, what is according to you is good theatre etiquette? Well,
0: Keep your mobile phones off. Yeah. Try not to talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> and listen. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like what you're hearing, just quietly get up and mm. go away now. We don't mind. Yeah, there is People hai. don't leave, you know, they sit ah. there and
1: they'll be on their, on their phone. That's <laughs> But there that is something we theatre actors have to live with. We cannot that's complain about this. It's part of life.
0: I grew up watching people walk in and out of Gujarati Natak. Constantly. And join giant social group kind of show. If it's going to, be, food going to in the the And every, the whole lot goes off. So it's going to the the yeah,
1: And they know, they won't miss anything. You know, I remember going out for a leak of smoke a cigarette or something in Hindi films when I was in college. When a song began, I said, "Chalo, yar," because I go the narrative's
2: not changing much anyway. So like, let's just take a break. You said this thing really funny about how somebody told you that hey, the play was so nice, but it was so long. (laughs) And (laughs) and it
1: was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was excruciatingly long. (laughs) Beautiful on the one hand, excruciating on the other. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> people, I don't know. So, people, did you like it or
2: not? Did you ask? I mean, what
0: what does that mean? <laughs> it was evident
1: <laughs> that she had slept through half of yeah, it. Yeah,
0: why make it? Un- yeah, why, 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 underline why, it? why underline
1: it? You can make out, you know, when you meet a person after the play. Yeah. <laughs> and that is why I'd rather not know. <laughs> you know, immediately after a play, I'd rather not know. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you've clapped, clapped everything. I'm feeling good. I'll just go home. <laughs> Tell me a week later what you felt. <laughs> How how uh opening
0: Right, right. Ah, yes, and yes. And yes. time time. Right, yes,
1: yes.
2: But I mean how open have you been to criticism towards a performance or a play, or like has it ever bothered you, has it pinched you?
1: No, unfortunately one receives very little constructive criticism. You know, one receives… there's no crit, there's no critics. There are no reviews of plays. Not that one takes reviewers terribly seriously. Reviewer's opinion is as valid as the Rikshawala's opinion. So it's a it's something you got a sense for yourself, don't you think?
0: Hmm. No, I I do think that there is the role of a of a critic in a society. Uh, I do think that that critic's job is to inform the audience about more than what is surface, uh, what is seen on the surface. Right. And a good, good critic does that. Helps you to place a piece in a director's co- uh, work context. Mm-hmm. In in the social context around us. kuch to kare Just kahani bata kar that ye good, that bad dialogue was clap worthy. Those are the kind of, the kind of reviews you, reviews get. you, get, you yeah. get in these uh, trained a, you papers. You actually have a
1: reviewer confessing about about weeping loudly during a film. I mean, the reviewer is weeping audibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what this kind of review are you going to write? Away. You know.
0: You know? So the dispassionate observer is not part of our culture only. The dispassionate,
1: educated observer, to review theatre, you need to know a great deal about it. You can't just sit down and, as Ratna said, tell the story or say so-and-so was very good and -and so-and-so was not so good. I wish there was… We don't
0: have uh, such a… we have not cultivated. And now I don't think we are going to because we don't like criticism of any kind. We only want acceptance. Bhakti Bhav. Bhakti only So this is a very difficult and dangerous state for our society and certainly for our arts. Very difficult state.
2: Do you think that some of that might want reflect in the work because it may attract a certain audience or a younger audience, a certain political comment that you would like to make or a social comment because of what you see? Or are the plays anyways doing it?
1: I think the plays are doing it. I, I, I don't feel the need to Tom, Tom, about my political commitment and that you know I will only do plays which are political. I think uh, there's there's politics in everything, including in relationships. Right. Yeah. You know, and to me that's far more interesting than the you know, yeah. than an outwardly exactly. sort of yeah, than yeah. the doings of some corrupt man you know who's in power. Uh, I I would rather deal with the the day to day. And there are so many writers in India who have written about those kind of things, and I would rather deal with those where I feel the need. Uh, Where a political statement comes in, where where the writer himself has brought it in, one is not at all averse to, uh, you know, of making making that statement. But uh, we don't have a, uh, uh, in the theatre, we don't have a stance as such. We want to provide a stimulating evening to the viewers.
0: And to ourselves mainly. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, because I know that every time you have made a comment, I don't think you're on on social media, but Twitter goes on goes crazy and it's furrowed, so. It's good, right? What's going on? It's just that we're talking about
0: And if that uh, adage is true, that there's nothing like bad publicity, then, then I suppose this is also good.
2: Okay.
0: But it's hmm. it's so silly this entire conversation, of yeah. uh, this entire mess that we are in just now. That yeah. the less we talk about it, and the less importance we give it, hmm. the better it is. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. make up your own minds. Yeah. zara yeah. I'm, I'm amused
1: at the trolling that happens to me. It just amuses me, and I I, I, I invariably say like I like very much what you said. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so on what platform I, do you say that?
2: Or I'm only on, on Facebook. On oh, on Facebook. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I seldom go to the. The Notifications section, but once in a while I do yeah. just to see how it feels. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel good, because, but I say like very much, thumbs up. You know, well said. Because Twitter is quite
2: ridiculous because Twitter, I mean, though, it's I mean, just a couple of days ago, there's this guy who tweeted about how he didn't like a certain uh, delivery man because yeah. he was from a certain religion, <laughs> and you had the audacity to put it on Twitter. Yeah, how you lovely! Know, I mean, I say
0: thank you very much it's, to him.
2: Do you not know look, that people will look see at it? what
0: has come out of it? Look at how many people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. Look at what is yeah. being said. The man is shown his place. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. There's a lot of filth in all of us. We all have to let it out and then maybe settle down. Yeah, maybe
1: and it's a good thing that's all. Learn how
0: to think again. Yeah. This gandagi should not be bottled up. Mm-hmm. It's Bahar Nikalo. Manto also said that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think Manto Ismat Hazir hai that we are going to be doing. And if you haven't come and seen it, you must come and see it. It's such an important play. They were both hauled up for obscenity, of course. Okay. And Manto has been really uh, kya hai, harassed on that score by a, politi- a political mm-hmm. organization that didn't like him. Okay. So it's so relevant in today's time. And he says that, kya, I need to talk about it. I don't talk about ugly stuff. By writing on a, with a black chalk on a blackboard. I write with a white chalk.
2: Do you find these times are going to be hard for art? Oh yes.
0: And great for art. Right. Great for art. Hmm. Maybe not immediately. Hmm. Maybe ten years down the line. Because this is the first time a generation is actually seeing hmm. what it feels like to be misruled. Hmm. My generation didn't see it.
2: Yeah, I was just going to ask, did you feel like this when you were growing up? No.
0: I felt hopeful. Mm -hmm. Your generation is the first real generation that is feeling hopeless. Like the people felt just before independence. That sense of despair. Mm. How long will we carry on in this horrible state? Right. I'm afraid it's going to be tough, but it may be necessary. Mm. And I have a feeling we'll come out better. Because again, there are, there have never been so many educated people in India. And so many young educated people in India. Hmm. And hopefully the rest of us will die off quickly. I hope so. Right. So my final question is that
2: when, uh, how do you keep the love for theatre going when you've been working in films and you've been working in television sporadically? Is there, has there ever been like uh, a time where you've had to compromise on doing theatre because of either?
1: We've managed. It's easy to manage. Uh, well, it's not easy, but uh, it's possible. It's possible. It I've is. done it. I've, I, I've, I've. There are days when I've shot in the day and performed at night. Hmm. So has Ratna. There are days when we've had to rehearse uh, at my, my studios where I was shooting. Uh, I don't think ever have I had to cancel doing a play because of a film commitment or vice versa. Hmm. And I think that's the same.
0: I didn't have to make many such choices. Fortunately, right. nobody gave me any work apart yeah. from the theatre. So, I continued very happily to do my theatre.
2: Yeah. It remains a mystery forever, right? Why we don't see you as much? Never
0: mind. But
2: that
0: really gave me time to breathe and do things, you know. It gave me time to become a human being. Yes. So, I can't uh, be sorry about that.
2: Yeah. And I gave a Sarabai with a Sarabai. So, uh, thank you so much for doing this. And thank you so much for being on The Quint. I really enjoyed this conversation. So that was Ratna Patak Shah and Nasir Dun Shah being super candid as always. Tune in next Wednesday for yet another episode of Offscreen. And if you have any suggestions, you can get in touch with me on at underscore 27 on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can drop me a mail on nandakumar.ramohan at thequint.com. Before I sign off, don't forget to subscribe to the Quince channel on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the several platforms we're on right now. See you
0: and bye!